What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Film Code. We are here for another <clears throat> weekly recap of WandaVision. This is now episode three. I'm joined with Brandon, Nathan, and Nick. How are you guys? I'm good. Thanks for What's asking. We uh, had a huge power outage yesterday, so it's good to finally have power and live like uh, humans in the 21st century again. <laughs> Yeah, Phoenix, you look a little cold over there. What's going on? Yeah, nice little cold snap hit uh hit my house over here. So uh sitting in 41 degree weather and uh looking like you know a boxing legend right about now. So that's that's my day. <laughs> like the guy from Promising Young Woman. <laughs> nice. All right, Brandon, how are you, man? Man, I'm doing good. It's good to be back. It's good to be talking more MCU with you guys. Um I'm excited. Yeah, we got a lot to get into. Episode three dropped on Friday, which means we got to talk about it immediately. Sure. And before we do that, I just want to shout out that we're doing weekly episode reviews of this. So next week for episode four, we'll have the back here doing the exact same thing, reviewing episode four. We reviewed episode one and two for about an hour last week. However, you're listening to this, you can find it on the same platform. And this is spoiler discussion. So if you're expecting to listen to a spoiler-free review of WandaVision, that is not our show right now. Watch it. Come back. If you're still listening, there are spoilers ahead. Just want to make sure that is extremely apparent. Okay, so I thought this was a really good episode. Um, it definitely connected more to the MCU and the larger questions at hand, and I really appreciated that. They definitely didn't give us really any answers. Instead, they continued the breadcrumbs and just led us down the correct path. We still don't know what's at the end of that path, but I appreciated that they gave us more answers. And honestly, they gave us more answers than I thought they would going into the episode. So I really liked that. I thought the humor really worked as well. Um, pro- probably the funniest episode in, in my mind, at least. I think Paul Bettany was hilarious. So that's kind of my first takes. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I mean, Nathan Nathan said it earlier. We were talking yesterday before we turned on the episode. We were like, I hope that this isn't just a fun episode and it gives us some actual answers. And I'm excited to talk once we get into our theories section of the video because last week we talked a bunch of theories. I'll be interested to see where everybody stands on their theories, what everybody's thinking, because Nathan and I, without power yesterday, we had a long time to chat we're just sitting in the car charging our phones we had like an hour to just talk about this episode so and luckily we got to watch it before the power went out so yeah. thank god for that brandon what about you man 
Man, I personally really enjoyed the episode. Like like Nathan said, just sprinkling little breadcrumbs throughout. Um, that definitely added more to what I'm thinking of. It's definitely adding to more. It's I think it's confirming some theories that I've had. We'll get into that a little bit. But overall, really good episode. Um, and right now I have more questions than answers that I need. But overall, um, I think it'll just explain itself the further we get into the show. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much in the same camp as Brandon. I've, I got more questions than I got answers on this one. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of new things introduced, and I just I have no idea where this is going, uh, which is kind of exciting for a weekly TV show. That's what you want. But uh, I'm, I'm just like more curious than anything. Uh, but I'm also in the minority. I actually... Uh, this is not my favorite episode so far. Like, like episode one was really my favorite so far, but this was cool and it was nice way to, uh, you know, keep the story going. So I'm interested in uh, what you guys thought about it. So let's, let's dive a little bit deeper. Uh, Nathan, why don't you kick us off with, uh, start with some, some spoilers. what do you think of this episode and, and where it went? Well, I really like that they showed us the outside world or the outside dimension, whatever it is of outside of what we've normally seen so far for these characters. And when uh, she gets thrown back into wherever she was, wherever that is, (laughs) you know, we see people come to her rescue. I think it's pretty obvious. Those are people coming to her rescue, not to, to capture her or whatever. Um, But I think that was really interesting. We can speculate, and I'm sure we will, about what exactly that is. But I really enjoyed seeing that as opposed to little one-liners like, who's doing this to you? Because mm-hmm. now we have more breadcrumbs. Now we know we're on some type of path. And we were talking all about maybe this is Truman Show-type vibes. Maybe this is Inception-type vibes. Maybe this is alternate realities. It's going to be real interesting. So... I don't have a ton to say as far as that specific question. I thought it was really cool. The um, like CGI and how she was physically bounced out of that. (laughs) I thought that was cool, but um, really I don't have a whole lot of things to talk about with this episode in general. I thought it was a good episode. I could mostly talk about the ending and what we see, but other than that, I just, I don't have a lot to say. It was something I enjoyed just not a whole lot there for me yeah like uh so you mentioned that the the ending the ending i think is definitely a great place to start because um we're we're, we meet geraldine in the second episode and um she almost like makes up her name like we're not sure that's her actual name and uh and in this episode she like you know wanda uh gives birth to, to twins when she mentions like Oh yeah, I'm a twin. And uh, she starts singing in Sokovian and it like triggers a, a memory, I guess, for, for Geraldine. And she's like, oh yeah, Pietro, he was killed by Ultron, right? And I was just like, this is what I meant by like more questions than answers. I was like, what is going on? Like the entire like last five minutes of the show, I was just like, what is happening right now? It's like, so like the neighbors are like trying to tell Vision something and then they don't. And it's like, are they like remembering or are they 
purposely placed there to to play these roles like that that's where i was just super lost and i was like then when she got bounced out i was like so is this something that someone else created or did wanda do this herself i'm just i'm so there's so many questions i'm like i have no idea but that's where that that ending left me like definitely hungry for more so i, I think it was a great ending yeah and and just finishing up the touch on the the first like 20 minutes of the episode because i know we're all here to to really talk about the the extended theories that that we now think but the episode itself probably and and i think we should rank all three episodes chronologically to at the end of the, the show to see kind of where we all stand but i mean this episode was kind of middle of the pack for me i'll be interested to see what happens more um i th- i thought everything was good um it was cool touch for the twins to be born and have that kind of connected to the comics um that was nathan and i something that we we talked about how they need a a good balance of comics versus just movie tv show things but overall the humor was good i thought it was hilarious when their neighbor was like cutting the (laughs) stone wall and he was like oh yeah i am and just keeps going so from from that standpoint it was it was solid, but I'll be interested to see what everybody's theories are. I want to say uh, I want to touch on that moment a little bit. Like, yeah, it was funny. I think I think it was adding to something that he's a glitch in the system. Mm. That's just something I noticed. Um, I didn't notice it on my first viewing, and then I rewatched it this morning. I'm like, now that I kind of know, I kind of pick up on what's going on. Like when they were talking to Vision a little bit later in the episode, she's, they're like, "Oh yeah, Geraldine, she's not, she doesn't have a house." And then they're touching on that. But and then when I rewatched that, he's like cutting his, he he's cutting the stone part of his like hedges. I'm like, okay, maybe I think something's going wrong here. I think he's glitching in the system. It's a glitch in so the matrix. Def- <laughs> yeah, glitch in the matrix. Nice, <laughs> but yeah it's just something i noticed something i picked up on um that's something that something that really stood out to me were just the neighbors throughout this entire time like even the doctor he was like he's like small town just can't escape yeah he like he just so he he just like subtly touches on that i'm like what what (laughs) yeah that was very eerie and like like you know very uh open-ended where it's just like you know these small towns you just can't escape and I, like and again like this is where it's like more questions than answers it's like do these people know what's happening or or does it are they infused with wanda like like trying to escape i'm just there's so much here it's so weird it's so different and i'm just so interested in where it goes it kills me that we have to wait a week for these episodes cuz they're just they're so intriguing it's ridiculous um, I do want to touch on something that actually that I thought was really great was the new uh, intro, the new, uh, uh, I guess, 70s theme, intro. Yeah, the new uh, theme song, which was great. Good. 
Uh, that might be my favorite theme song so far. Like, I think that was just hilarious and really well done. And, you know what I'm saying? You tied into the, like the classics, like the Brady Bunch and, and stuff like that. It was just really fresh and original. And I just love this idea. So it, it's got me so interested to see where they go. Because next week, I believe it's supposed to be, we're dipping into the 80s. So I'm like, I really hope that they just switch that up. And, and it's really cool. What'd you guys think of the new intro? Best one yet. I personally really, I personally really enjoyed it. It's not as like stuck in my head as the second one. Yeah. Where they're like one division, one one division. Uh, that <laughs> one's just it's still stuck in my head. I don't think it's gonna ever leave. Like I don't think it's gonna ever not be rent free in my mind. But um, I think this one worked. It was really well done. Um, like like you said, I had like Brady Bunch vibes and stuff. Um. Something I noticed in the outro as well with the music, um, it kind of like touched on the um, gather along song that was singing, make yeah. you happy. I don't know the name of the song, but that song, um, it touched on a little beats of that, a little bit of beats of that from the beginning of the song. It's like it, it's used in Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm like mm. maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp has something to do with this. Uh, maybe. Oh, good. They can make but- Ant-Man and the Wasp finally relevant. <laughs> um, for me personally i have a, a unpopular opinion with this i don't like i enjoy the music when it's playing and then once it's over it's over Gone. for me like i don't <laughs> it doesn't take up head and space in my head i'm not humming it afterwards like i enjoy it i'm not saying it's bad music or anything like that i enjoy it but once it's over i never think about it again I was gonna say I'm in the same same boat when Brandon was like, oh, I saw the second episode in my head. I was like, Whoa, like what was the second episode? I don't like, I don't even remember the the third music episode. Like I, yeah, I just really. I don't like it. It's on. We're like, oh yeah, it's catchy, and then it's over. And we're like, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, it's over. Well, I want to start talking about theories because that's that's what we're all really here for, and <laughs> I think there's a lot to unpack. I think my two theories that I have is that either a, she kind of built this world for herself and that's, you know, she's kind of controlling it. There's like a force field around everything. And that's where, you know, Geraldine got thrown out of and then, you know, sword set up a perimeter around it, tried trying to, you know, make sure that it doesn't, get out of hand or anything like that and and that's where like the tv from the first episode and the third episode come into play where instead of you know they're just like watching to make sure that everything's good but then i could also see it being the opposite where this was set up by the sword people and they're like monitoring her and whether that be for like her to get information from something or or anything like that. Um, those are my two theories. I, I do like the second of those series the best. Personally, because personally because the first one sounds way too similar to Truman Show. Mm-hmm. And I just, I A, hope they don't do something extremely, extremely similar to Truman Show because that's not fun. 
And B, I just don't think they would. Like as if Wanda created this bubble or dome type style and created this life for her and they're just sending people in to monitor her. I hope that's not the case. And all the actors are like, this isn't real. This is something you create. Like, I hope it's not a tangible dome. You know what I mean? Or, or tangible area. I don't think it's going to be though. I think, I think that little like blue wall that she gets spurted through at the end is the entrance to this alternate reality. I'm not saying multiverse or anything, but maybe like some world in her head that sword or whomever created i was of the opinion that wanda created this world on her own to spend time with vision and i really liked that idea but then i couldn't figure out like why what's the end game there right like she wants to live with vision and be happy but then why would characters be like leading vision onto it and i don't know this episode really threw me for a loop with that theory so I'm going to sit here and say that sword is needs some info out of vision, but he's dead obviously, Mm. Um, or needs something out of Wanda and maybe they can get it from vision like in this. So they put her in this reality state Mm. where she believes she's living this fake life. And that is why she doesn't know when her and vision got together. She doesn't know certain things. She's pregnant for 12 hours and then has kids (laughs) like all these alternate reality things. But then I think she also just recognizes something is wrong. And like, this isn't necessarily everything I think it is, which is why she was able to tell the beekeeper no. And to, to do a couple of other things and, and throwing Geraldine out was probably her realization of, something's really not right uh you know when when you're having a weird dream right and it feels so realistic but also subconsciously you know you're dreaming you're like i know this isn't real i'm in my bed like i feel like that's kind of how that feeling is she knows she's in some weird reality but she knows she can still use her powers and things i don't know i'm going on for a while here but then i think like sword put her in this reality and someone else, that's why our someone else comes in on the radio in episode two and says, who's doing this to you? Well, Sword's doing it to her. And um, yeah, that's that's kind of my take. I know I went on for a while there, but <laughs> I like that better because I hope it's not a direct copy of Truman Show because I, I would, oh my God, I would trash this show <laughs> so hard. If, if they start, if they just replicate from Truman Show, which I don't think they will, um, there's no coming back from that. Well, I do like that second theory as well. Um, but like, as you were talking, I was just thinking like, there's so many different ways that they could go about this that I'm really just like in a, a fan of. Like, so it really could be that, you know, Sword set this up, but she took it over. You know what I'm saying? It could be that, you know, they set up something like it and, she just made it into what it was and, you know, warped it. And it is what it is now, you know what I'm saying? And you got everybody playing along. But I like that theory that 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 sword needs something from from either Wanda or Vision. And that's why they, they have them there. Like, it's, it's just like, I like that. But I also like, you know what I'm saying? What if it's, what if it's Mephisto? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what if it's, you know what I'm saying? There, there's so many different ways. What if it's mutants? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's different ways I think they can go about it. And like, there's still, what, six more episodes or something like that where you, you get to test these theories. So for me, I'm like, I feel like this third episode was just like the perfect tease into what's coming because it's like, it's set up enough questions where you're like, all right, now we're in the thick of it. Let's let's dive in. And I, I just, I'm really interested in where it goes. See, you bring up a good point when you talk about this being possibly being Wanda's world that she created. Because notice there's a scene in the episode where Vision's like, hey, I think something's wrong here, Wanda. Right. He goes to sit down on the couch and then out of nowhere, it cuts back to him like away from the couch and he just cuts, he says a completely different line when he goes to sit down. Yeah, yeah. That was, I remember when I first saw it, when I watched it the first time, I thought it was a glitch. I was like, yo, did they just like mess up the episode? Like what happened here? I'm like, and then I realized I was like, oh no, okay. Like she did that. Like she's, whenever it gets to like this place where it's like, oh no, reality's creeping back in. She like cuts it off immediately. So like, you had the no in the in the what first or second episode, and you had um, you had the uh, the cut in the middle of this one, and then you have her kicking out Geraldine. It's like, like she knows like something is up here, and she stops it every time. It's like, does she not want to uh, leave this world? Does she want to keep it as it is? Is that what they're trying to stop her from? That's why I'm like. I think she created this because there's no, she has so much control over it. Like that, that, that's my thing. Yeah. But I think, I think it goes a little farther than I want to live with my dead husband. So I'm going to fabricate this world. That's not real, whether it's in a dream or, or whatnot or in an alternate reality, because then what's, what's the end goal. So if someone's radioing her saying, who's doing this to you? Well, I'm doing it to myself because I want to live a happy life with my husband. And forget about all the world domination and things like that. Okay, and then Sword's just there and Geraldine's just there to to watch over her, to protect her, to just, you know, stop by and make sure everything's okay every once in a while. Well, yeah. sure, yeah. that could all be real based on what they showed us, but what's the end goal there of the right, show? What's right. the end goal? Wanda, we want to strip you from your dream world? That There's a show just about her wanting to be in a dream world? Like, there's got to be more. There's There's got to be more layers. There's... Like that sure makes sense for what we've seen so far, but that's not the end goal of the show. So I feel like, sure, she fabricated this world, but there's there's definitely way more to it. Yeah, see, sorry. Um, something that I noticed is, notice how they're so scared to reveal about their powers to anybody. If she, even if she did fabricate this world, I think the events of what happened between. Age of Ultron, Civil War of her using her powers. She, like she's in this completely different world where with new people and she doesn't want to be revealed that she has powers or her husband has powers because I think she's too scared to live with the fact that these people know she has powers or she may, maybe she'll destroy something again like she did in Civil War in the beginning, you know? Mm, yeah, yeah. That is an interesting theory. Yeah, it could. Yeah, especially you bring up Civil War. Like, 
part of the reason why, you know, she, I guess you could argue why the Civil War happens is because of what, you know, she does to Crossbones. And the the theory is that, you know, she, she has to hide away and, and she wants to hide her powers because she knows what she's capable of. And she knows she doesn't want this community to fear her if they've already accepted her. So like, I get it. It's, it's it's just so interesting. There's a, <laughs> there's just so many different ways to look at it. And like Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, they're just doing an incredible job with these characters. And I just really enjoy like this story and just what they're going for. Like, and, and it just, it leaves so many things open. That's why I'm like, where, like, where is this going? That last five minutes of the episode is literally just more questions that pop up automatically and i have no idea when they're going to get answered i'm just i'm just over the moon I, I have another theory that i think is interesting so they're going by decades pretty much so we've had a 50s a 60s episode now 70s episode we're looking towards 80s i'm curious when it gets to like the late 2000s because all the episodes have been like uh like 28 minutes 22 minutes somewhere along that that line but we know that like television shows now, they have like hour long episodes, 45 minutes. I hope that's what happens as we get later into the season that we get longer form episodes. I only want that if they're gonna tie it into what's actually going on. If it's a reveal episode about what's going on, if it's a let's get more answers of what's going on. Because look, like I'm enjoying the, the comedy, the inconsequential parts of episodes. But I don't want to see that for 47 minutes. That's not why we're here, right? right? We're here to get larger answers for the MCU. And while I'm not going to sit here and, and complain that episodes one through three so far haven't led anywhere because that's ridiculous, I don't want to see 45 minutes, an hour of inconsequential things with a couple of breadcrumbs. Like when they, if they do larger episodes like that, I'd like it to be mostly about that. If that makes any sense, because these inconsequential 25 minutes with two minutes of real value <laughs> work for that time frame. I was going to say, it's like a game of poker right now. You can't reveal all your cards. You got to have a good poker face, but unless anybody else has any comments, I'd like to, to rank the episodes by, by favorite to least for me. It's, it's two is, is number one. The, the third one is, is second, and then the first is, is third, but it, they're all pretty close. That's um, really interesting because I'm actually going to go the exact opposite. I think the first one is my favorite because I think the first episode of any TV show is going to struggle to hook you in right away. And I think they did a great job, especially with a concept so foreign and different. Uh, so I think the first one's my favorite. This third one, mostly just because of those last few minutes. Uh, is my second favorite. And I the second was probably my least favorite so far. But with that being said, all of them have been great. There's not a single bad episode so far. I doubt there will be. Just because one of them is in last place for any of us doesn't mean they're bad or we dislike them. Yeah, I can agree with you there. Um, um, I, I, I think I'm going to go with the same ranking, um, one, three, two. Um, I think this will definitely change when we – learn more about the series that's going on um i personally think like like i just said um 
my I think my rankings for episodes when we get more context of what hap- what is that what it's like transpiring what's unfolding I feel like some of these episodes might change where their rankings are but um so far I'm just I'm still oh, I'm still really impressed I'm so like satisfied with what we're getting for phase four and WandaVision content so I'm excited to see what's coming in episode four in the series on um i'm just i'm wanting some of these theories confirmed or denied or just something you know so yeah definitely one three two phoenix um i'm actually gonna go uh literally in episode order i i like one two and three um and i know like nathan mentioned like the inconsequential stuff that's actually stuff that i really enjoy because it's setting up this uh completely different way of tackling the MCU, which I really enjoy. And they're doing it through sitcoms. And I love how they have this like sitcom where it's like, oh, there's this uh, side story that has nothing to do with the MCU, but we're just putting that in the episode because, you know, it's a sitcom. And I just, I dug that so much in the first two episodes. I was really kind of looking forward to it in the third one. The third one felt way more tied to the MCU. So I was like, uh, I was I was definitely interested in that, but I kind of missed the whole sitcom nature of it all. So I hope uh, going forward they do have they do t- sort of do that again. But I guess t- I don't know if it's possible. Like there's so much uh, there's so much intrigue in what they did in the third episode that it may just go further into that into that realm. But uh, that's where I like that's where I, I I sort of just enjoyed it the most was in the first two episodes that whole sitcom nature uh yeah that's that that's for me would you anything else you guys want to touch on i think i'm just glad they're they're tying it more into the mcu and like i said i'm not one of those people that's going to sit here and say every episode has to have tie-ins or it's irrelevant i'm not going to say that because i enjoy some of the inconsequential stuff as well i enjoy what they're trying to do um but it is nice. You know, at the end of the day, we're not here to watch a sitcom. At the end of the day, we're here to see how it ties to the MCU. So I'm glad they're finally giving us some of that stuff. I would be stunned if the next episode reveals a ton of stuff. I'd be stunned. I think it would just be a little more crumbs. Maybe we get Geraldine talking to a couple of sword people or a couple of, <laughs> of people, agents who we don't know who they are. And she's like, I just said this and yeah. on that's it like i i could see a little more more crumbs i i'd be stunned if they show us more but i'm i'm curious now since you brought that up uh so the first three episodes are the only ones that anyone's actually seen uh you know a few people got the third episode early but uh those are that's it that's pretty much it we're all sort of uh waiting on hands and you know with bated breath for the next few episodes so i'm curious what you think will be revealed in the fourth episode if anything brandon i I don't think there's going to be much i just don't like um they have six more episodes to play things up and play it out i think they're going to lean more into the comedy and and give us more breadcrumbs i i'd be stunned if we were sitting here next week and we have real answers Mm. yeah like i'm just i'm gonna follow up with nathan said we we won't get a lot revealed like they'll still continue sprinkling little breadcrumbs i think they're gonna do a little more than what we've been doing like because this third episode they definitely added more 
breadcrumbs than normal. So I think you're just going to keep progressing and progressing of adding more and more breadcrumbs as each per episode progresses. We just won't get anything revealed, revealed just yet. I think the episode might start with Geraldine. Mm -hmm. It might, but um, after that, I'm not sure how this is going to play out. So definitely still intrigued. Um, I'm still loving the sitcom aspect, but like Nathan said, we're here for how this ties in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it definitely is tying in and i'm just excited to see how the future of this goes i feel like we're gonna get something major in the fourth episode like i i think it'll be uh it'll be into i think the fourth episode is the halloween episode like i think that's the one where we see wanda and vision dressed up as their like comic book characters uh so that's what I think. And and I think that's when we're gonna get like a huge nugget. Like it, it like a, I don't know, like it may be like a total sitcom episode, which I hope for, but I think a huge nugget is coming in that episode, whatever that is. Do you need a break? You read my mind. Come with me. <sighs> Escape to a world all your own, where your problems float away. When you want to get away, but you don't want to go anywhere. Hydrosoak. Find the goddess within. So that's my theories. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up, guys. That's our WandaVision recap. So excited uh, for the rest of the episode. We will see you guys next week. Uh, Brandon, say let everybody know where they can find you. You guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C Ears on Letterboxd. That's Fantasmic Ears. I'm continuing to log my films. So uh, check me out over there. And thank you guys again for listening. Nathan? Yeah, you guys can find me on Letterboxd at Nathan Pig. That's Pig with two Gs. Let me know you're a listener to the show. I'd love to talk with you about what we can do better, what you love about the show, and just talk to more film fans in general. Um, we're doing this every week, if you haven't noticed yet. For WandaVision, we're going to be dropping episodes every week after they release to hear our thoughts. So also join the conversation over on Twitter at FilmCodePod. You're really missing out if you don't follow us over there. We do a ton of stuff to interact with movie lovers. And yeah, that's FilmCodePod over on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and you can find me on Letterboxd at Nick Spain. Um, lots of new stuff coming down the pipe there. We also created an Instagram. So that is the same as the Twitter film code pod. So make sure that you go follow us over there. We're going to be doing a tons of cool stuff as well. All right. My name is Phoenix Cloud. And guys, you can find me on Twitter at IMHOReviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under PA Clouden. And like Nathan said, you guys can follow the show on Twitter at FilmCodePod and now on Instagram at FilmCodePod. We will see you guys next week. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>